Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. All righty. Welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining me for another week here on the show. Don't forget to head over to businesswithbordeaux.com for everything show related on my blog post and all of that good stuff. So, um, so again, I thank you for, for being here and lending me your ears for a few minutes here on the show. Uh, if you don't know, the show is to help those who are wanting to get into business, those who are wanting to figure out what needs to be done, as well as some stories of sacrifice, which is what we kind of have today from Mr. Ryan Righteous from Trackstars. He talks about what it was like taking a year off of, a full, of his full-time job to do track stars full time. So anyway, it was a great, great interview that I had with Ryan. So, uh, I really hope you enjoy that here today. And, uh, last, um, last week we had Lavoisier Cornerstone. If you don't know, he is the founder of grow the heck up.com. So you can go check that out. I got a lot of great feedback from that. And on the, uh, business with there is a show notes page with the list of books that he provided for the show from last week. So you can check that out. And, uh, and I actually got one of those myself that I'm reading now, and I might do a short review of it whenever I finish it. So anyway, but, um, yeah, before we get into the interview, I also want to thank, uh, my patrons for the show. And, uh, and if you want to become a patron yourself, you can do that also on businesswithbordo.com. Just find the contact or the support page and, uh, it'll give you instructions there. So Aaron Simpkins from truestrengthapparel.com. A uh, great, great, great dude. He was the first interview that we have had on the show when we switched over to the interview format. And um, yeah, so he's been he's been doing some work. Uh, he's been grinding really, really hard. He's been working with uh, Rick Sincere, uh, Trackstar's music artist. Got him some full throttle tees that he's got on his website. But uh, all of his stuff is, is is awesome too. I love the, the traditional, uh, I don't know if it's considered traditional, but the uh, one of the first uh, True Strength shirts. It's like an all-black shirt with the white True Strength lettering on it. And I love that shirt. One of my favorite shirts that I like to wear. And it's got Philippians 413 on the back, which a lot of people actually ask me about. So, yeah, go over there and get your apparel needs today uh, met. And then I also want to thank our brand new patron for the show, uh, Mr. WordPress Stan. Uh, you can check him out over at WordPressStan.com. Uh, he does web design, hosting and domains, print design, internet marketing. He does a whole bunch of different stuff. And uh, so go check him out at WordPressStan.com. And, uh, and man, I thank you for being a patron of the show. Uh, it really helps out. And those who are wanting to get some web design done, check them out. And um, so, yeah, we're getting ready to jump into the interview with Mr. Ryan Righteous. If you don't know him, he's from Trackstars, but we go into all of that stuff. And it was a great interview, so I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back to the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you for joining me. This week, we have a special guest. Many of y'all know him from the Trackstars radio show slash podcast. He is Mr. Ryan Righteous. He is the co-founder and managing ah, partner of track stars how you doing sir i'm doing great i'm doing great how are you doing all right it's interesting to have you on this side of the call i've seen so many of the independent artist spotlights where <laughs> you're conducting the interview so yeah yeah have, trying to have a conversation man <laughs> how does it and feel was... for you being on that side of the call uh it's interesting i mean i like it because it gives me a chance to uh, really share my heart 
you know, right, what, right. what makes me tick. People really, people get a good way of knowing me, you know, through the Trackstar show and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, to really hear my answers uninterrupted, like my liners, <laughs> um, you know, uh, is, it, I think, good for people that really want to know how, how this all started, how it all came to be. Now, should I give you a moment just to do your liners one time, interruption free? Sure, sure, please. <laughs> What's going on? It's your man, Ryan Righteous of the Track Stars. On behalf of Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah, myself, man, I just want to let you all know you're listening to another episode of Track Stars Radio. This episode is sponsored by Business with Bordeaux. Make sure that you go to www.trackstars.com for all things Track Stars. Follow us on Instagram at Track Stars, Twitter at Track Stars, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, join the universe, send us your music submissions, video submissions, and beat submissions. That. Yeah, see, he can do the liners. He can do them perfectly fine. You just have to yeah. not interrupt him. Or and, and make Jeremiah, it- DJ Jeremiah and Shantana, they give me some crazy looks when I'm <laughs> reading my liners too. So they always throw me off. I don't know. One day you all saw me like just really slam the table because I was like, dude, y'all are making me laugh. I can't do this without laughing. Right, right. Yeah, I got you, man. I got you. Nah, that's cool. So, um, so I guess we'll go ahead and jump into the the business stuff, man. So if you would just give us a, a brief background of yourself that many people okay. you know might not know, and then how Track Stars came together and the founding of it. Okay, so yeah, man, I'm actually a radio rat. Uh, I've been in radio since I was 18 years old. Um, started with a, a love affair that started back when I was 12 years old. I called into a radio station in my city. And uh, after I got off the phone, I told my mom, I said, I want to be in radio. And I wasn't sure if it was going to be lucrative. She wasn't sure if it was going to be lucrative, but she told me to go for it anyway. When I was 18 years old, I met my mentor, that same person I talked to when I was 12 at a party. And he told me what I needed to do in order to uh, start working in radio. And uh, he said, you know, just go out there, develop yourself as a personality uh, go to school first, you know, get your education and, uh, you know, try to try to try your hand at the radio thing. And within two weeks of him telling me that I was an intern at the largest radio station in Atlanta, which was a uh, hot 107.9 or 97.5 at the time. And uh, it just took off from there. Um, I worked hard for six months. I cleaned the basements. I spent the night in the studio. I uh, drove the vehicles. I unloaded large, heavy speakers. Um, I never said no. I went and got breakfast for everyone, coffee for everyone. I did the mail. I uh, worked in the um, file closet um, for hours and hours upon hours. Even on my off days from school, I would still go in there. And um, six months later, they offered me a job, and I became the youngest junior account executive uh, at Radio 1. Sweet. Now, was this a paid internship, or did you do it for free? It was free. Okay. It was free, but... I see a value in free yeah. because you never know the people that you're working with and the people that you're um, you're sitting around uh, who's observing you. And that's exactly what happened. After six months, the uh, general sales manager said, hey, man, you've been keeping my office so clean. Let me talk to you. He says, I want you to come in and work with me on Monday. And I was like, great, sure. And when I came in on Monday, he was just like, uh, yeah, I want to offer you a job, not just clean my office. And I said, oh. And he said, yeah, he says, I know you're in your first year of college, but there's no reason why you can't start as a part timer and work your way up to full time and be on my sales team when you graduate. And I thought, man, that's awesome. So I worked for him as a part time sales assistant while I was in college. I went to school every day in a suit, 
shirt and tie. Um, <laughs> I was made fun of, but guess what? I had crazy. I had crazy credentials. Um, my my professors loved me. They gave me special treatment. I was always looking for uh, a hand up and a hand uh, to to make myself better. And so I took advantage of every opportunity. I got to know everybody at the radio station. I became everybody's little brother, little cousin. Invited to birthday parties, uh, dinner parties, and it just took off from there. Now, one of the things that I'm noticing here that I feel is extremely important and what I feel is the biggest part of even going to college where I feel your tuition money should really go is the connections you were making. Yeah, the connections were great. I went to a HBCU, so that's a historically black college and university. And the first thing I did was join the student run radio station in my department. And two of the people that I was working with were already interns at the company that I was interning with as well. So when it came time to getting the job, it was, oh, Brian from sales wants a, wants a radio show. Let's talk to him. And, you know, I trained for about two days in the studio with them. And uh, the following week, man, I had my own radio show called uh, uh, The Mailroom with the Paperboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember the intro for, the, <laughs> for that show? Yeah, actually, I used um, GDEP Special Delivery. Wow, that was my intro, and um, and I, that's where the Harlem, the, that's where the Harlem Shake slash Ryan Righteous Shake came in. Oh man, uh, people can still find that video on YouTube, and will crack you up when I make up my own dances, man. This is like I'm I'm, pay, I'm paving the way for people, uh, uh, I'm paving the way for people who don't know how to dance. So, so you make it possible for me to feel like I have an opportunity. Oh, absolutely. You know, awesome. you'll look very rhythm, uh, rhythm um, coordinated when you stand next to me. I can't even <laughs> clap on beat in church, but I tell you what helped me out. I became um, a dancing mascot for Ryan Cameron. He's one of the largest radio personalities inducted to the Georgia Radio Broadcast Hall of Fame. He's my mentor. Uh, he's a super talent here in the city. He's also the uh, commentator for the Atlanta Hawks, um, comedian, stand-up comedian, and um, he brought me on to the Ryan Cameron Foundation. And one day we were in the office and he put a suit on my desk. And he was like, go change in this to this suit. I want to see how it fits. And I was like, why is it in a duffel bag? What is it wrinkled? <laughs> Man, I opened it up and it was this big lion head and a lion costume. And he paid me $200 to dance around in that costume. So for $200 on a college budget, I was going to find a way to make it look good. And when you're in a dance costume, when you're in a costume that weighs 50 pounds, your moves aren't going to be crisp. So nobody really cares if you can't dance. You're just entertaining. I feel like for $200 in today's budget, you would do it. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That's a full week of daycare for one child. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Do what you got to do to get through, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So how did um, so going from going from being an intern to yep. getting a job being paid, what was the next step to the whole foundation of track stars? Wow. So you've got people have heard me joke about on the show about how I went out and found Sean and I became his his uh, his number one fan. Right. And uh, my best friend, um, Wesley, Pastor Wesley, who uh, owns the church that track star studio is housed out of. He took me to a spoken word event at a church near his college. And he and Sean happened to be uh, college mates. 
So uh, he was just like, yeah, man, you should come to the spoken word event. It's a Christian event. These guys are really good. I was like, cool. So I heard Sean performing and I was like, man, he's really good. And, you know, you go up to people after their shows and you just say, hey, you did a good job. You keep it moving. But my job actually did an event at Sean's church and Sean was volunteering to help out that morning. So I went up to him and I was like, man, you do that spoken word, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, man, have you ever thought about doing an internship and be working in radio? And he was like, uh, nah, why? Why you, why you say so? I said, well, I'm uh, the internship coordinator over at uh, Radio 1 Hot 107.9, man, and I can help you get an internship. And he was like, all right, cool. I'd be interested. So he gave me his number. And I contacted him and, uh, you know, sent him the application. He filled out the information and he came in and he got an internship in the uh, uh, web graphic design department. And one day he and I were in the back studio and we were just talking and we were like, man, I just feel like my, my heart is, is wretched with uh, people in this city that are dying to these fads and these trends of hip hop. We need to find a way to make hip hop better and make, make God stand out in hip hop. And we were like, well, what about Christian hip hop? And we were like, nah, it's not really popping right like that. You know, it's <laughs> really hard to we listened to uh, a radio station online and we were just sick. Because we were like, man, this music is not good. And then, um, lo and behold, we discovered Lecrae. Um, that same pastor, Pastor Wesley, uh, sent me uh, a Lecrae track. And I was like, man, Sean, you got to take a listen to this. And Sean's like, yeah, I knew about him already because we sell him in our bookstore. And from there, we just said, you know what? Maybe we can make a go at this radio thing. Let's go in the studio one night after hours and make an air check tape. So we went into 107.9 studio and we made an air check tape. And uh, well, before we did that, we actually fasted for a week okay. and just asked God to build track stars up. And we didn't even know what it was called, but we came together on a Friday night. We ordered a pizza to break our fast in Sean's dorm and everything about track stars just spilled out at one time. And mm -hmm. so Sean already had a media company where he was designing web graphic and design. So we just decided, let's go ahead and launch this this brand underneath uh, J.LLC. Okay. Cool. Man, that sounds, um, again, I think, you know, that reaching out and connecting and, you know, reaching out to Sean. And, and I think it's interesting, like the, the connection you made before the even, before the idea of starting track stars. And, you know, that's why I'm always trying to connect with people as much as I can, because I have no idea when that connection might, uh, come into something great. Yeah. Or no, and, I'd say every connection is great, but until it, it has a, a further purpose. Yeah. yeah, I'm the type of person that can't miss a connection. If you're in a room and I see you, I want to know who you are. Right. And I will make and and that's one of the, the blessings I think that God has blessed my life with is I don't have a shy bone in my body. I can go up to anyone anytime and speak my mind, say whatever I want to say, get to know somebody, and that has been a saving grace for me because. When there are people in the room that I need to know, I'll make my way over to them and I'll find out who they are and how we can, how I can benefit from them and they can benefit from me. Right. Right. That's good. So connection. So after, after y'all uh, created track stars, when did, what was the step after that? Did y'all go ahead and create a show? Did you, what was that process? Cause I know eventually DJ Jeremiah came in the picture. Yeah. So, I contacted my professor and I told him about the show and my professor um, from college, he had a show back in um, Louisiana 
And so, you know, he was telling me, he was like, so you want to start a show? And I said, yeah, yeah, we want to start the show. We got this great concept, this idea. It's Christian hip hop. We don't know if it'll work. He was like, well, what are you trying to do? And I said, well, I need to figure out a place to launch it. And he was like, why don't you come over to the student run radio station on Sundays? He said, the college students here don't get up on Sundays. They don't want to show on Sundays. And I was like, yeah, we'll do it. He said, what time do you want? So I talked to Sean and he said, man, we, he said, you guys can have um, uh, you guys can have uh, eight to 12. And we were like, well, OK, we'll take that. So for four hours, we were in the studio going back and forth, having conversation with each other where no one was listening. And we would play Lecrae on uh, and then we would switch over to Canton Jones and then we would go back to Lecrae and then back to Canton Jones. And that's all we had until we were at a party one night for uh, Sean's spoken word. And he introduced me to DJ Jeremiah, and he invited Jeremiah out to the studio. Jeremiah brought this big thing of CDs, man. And he's like, I got this and I got that. And he started putting stuff in the, the, the player, and we started um, talking. And one thing that made me know Jeremiah was definitely going to be a track star one day was his laugh. His laugh is infectious. He <laughs> busted out laughing. Part. <laughs> yes, he busted out laughing at something I said. And I was like, yeah, oh, this dude is going to think I'm funny. Uh, he's going to make people believe that I'm funny. Oh, yeah, he's got to be a part. So on an, in a ceremony, the same way Kanye got his chain from Rockefeller, we were we were sponsored by uh, ChristianThrowbackJerseys.com. And we got them to send us an extra jersey. And we went on stage at an event at my church, and we presented Jeremiah with the jersey, and we officially invited him to be the DJ at Trackstars. Cool. So was he already a DJ? He was. Okay. He was. He he still DJs weddings. He DJed my wedding. He DJed Sean's wedding. Okay. Um. So yeah, he's a, he's a good DJ. Cool. So fast forward a few years, um, mm-hmm. to and this would be I think right before the time where we kind of met for the first time. Uh, yeah. Track stars have been going roughly around what nine or ten years. At that yeah. point. Um, yep, yep. Well, we started in 2006, so with this being 2016, this is our 10-year anniversary. Okay, so so last year you decided to take a year off. Now, you, Sean, and DJ Jeremiah all work full-time jobs. Yep. Now, you decided to take a year off and give a full year uh, of track stars. Uh-huh. So, if you could, if you could share, um, what made you decide to do that? And what what that okay. process was uh, in that time frame, and you know where did the year come in, and then you know what did you discover at the end of that year period? Okay, sure. So I was having some opposition on my job. I used to work from home as a recruiter uh, for college, and my boss retired, and the person they brought in to replace him was just a horrible person, and she didn't like me because. We were competitive recruiters. You know, we were always competing for the number one spot. Who can who can have the most students? Who can enroll the most students? And so we didn't get along for that reason alone. Because healthy competition can be good. And so um, when she became my boss, I knew there was a lot of favoritism. Right. And she was the type of person that wanted to build her team from the ground up. So she didn't want me on her team. So she kept trying little things to force me out. And so I talked to my wife one day and I said, if I were to go ahead and resign or if they were to lay me off, would you see a possibility of me running track stars uh, for 365 days and just seeing where we got with it? And she was like, sure, yeah, I'd be fine with that. 
And um, I remember, you know, God told me to write my letter of resignation. I put it on my computer. The next morning I came in, went to lunch after about, you know, three hours of office work. And the big boss had come down from uh, regional and was like, hey, Ryan, we want to see you in the office. And they were like, we're going to let you go today. And I was like, no, 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 no. Hold on. I got a letter on my desk that <laughs> says I'm ready to go. So I gave him my letter. I drove home. The next day, I started my nine to five at the Trackstar studio. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the way you, so, the way, the, so mm-hmm. when, you, when you took that time off, were there things that you had to think of, ways to create income to replace that? Absolutely, man. So my um, my wife and I at the time, we just had one child and she had daycare and my wife had a good job already. And we lived uh, in a home that was uh, more expensive than what, you know, we could handle because of the size. And so, you know, electric bill would be off the chains because it's the summertime and the natural gas bill would be crazy because it's the wintertime. And so we found ourselves having to kind of like make ends meet other than just her paycheck alone. So I developed the independent artist spotlight and I said, wow, you know, Trackstars has a pretty decent following and we we're here to support artists and work with artists and, and find out what makes them tick. And I said, what if I became a friend to every Christian hip hop artist? What if I had every Christian hip hop artist's number in my phone? And what if they had my number in their phone and they could reach me at any time? And so I just made myself an open book to people, which is where I'm most comfortable. And just started saying, hey, man, let's let's have a conversation. And hey, look, if you if you really want to have a conversation with me and you want it exposed, I'll put it on a dozen radio stations. And then a dozen grew from uh, uh, two dozen. And then it started tripling in numbers. And so when I left my job, we were at 13 stations. And by the end of that year, we were at over 100 stations. So it was just an opportunity for us to keep growing and for me to grow something that I felt could be lucrative. And so uh, I started the Independent Artist Series, um, Independent Artist Spotlight, and uh, started making income from it. And then I started selling advertising, um, doing music submissions on the website, and then um, finally locating contracts to um, secure track stars uh, for a year to do production work, to do uh, design work. So God made a way. He definitely made a way. Awesome. Yeah, I know whenever, you know, I've heard of a, a few people, they'll take a little bit of time off their job and they'll immediately start figuring out how in the world can I make, you know, a living doing this? Yeah. And so, you know, jumping into all those different things, you know, is, um, is extremely, you know, one, I, I feel like there's a, a sense of creativity. Yeah. There is a sense of uh, realism and what people will actually be willing to pay for. Right, because we can right. create any kind of, you know, we can ideally create any kind of income in our head, but making it actually work actually is, you know, that can be challenging. So seeing that you did all of those things, uh, is is pretty cool. And thank you. When did you um when did you decide? Okay, it's time for me to go ahead and go back to work full time. Mm. Um, we had a pretty big contract, and um, that contract pretty much would have made us very, very busy men. And um, gospel radio is not truly ready for Christian hip-hop yet, so the contract fell through after about two weeks. And um, it was the biggest deal. It was probably the deal of, a, of, a, of, a, of the year that I thought was going to be the, cha- the game-changer in everything that we were doing because we were automatically going to go into 
hundreds of thousands of households at that time. And I was thinking, wow, this is this is it, you know, this is it. Track Stars is become is gonna become a household name and the sponsorships will pour in and the endorsements will pour in and people will start putting us on big stages like the Stellar Awards and the Dove Awards and we'll be nominated for radio show of the year and all these different things will start happening for us. And then we hit that we hit that break. And that was when I, I kinda had a a a, a deflate a deflation in my in my encouragement and my faith and my walk and I was just like wow God to get all the way up there and it didn't fall back down made me realize that I was not being a responsible parent so that really made me feel like okay I, I might need to put my family first and, and instead of track stars even though this is God's ministry um, I'm not the only one at stake, you know, and Sean was comfortable on his job and Jeremiah was comfortable on his job. And I started struggling and I started saying, well, if something happens that tells me that I need to go back to work, I'm going to take that as a sign of God. And lo and behold, my wife comes to me in December and tells me that she's pregnant. And I was like, OK, God, there you go. Yeah, that's a sign. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I had I had tears soaked. Bibles, uh, or my Bible was tear soaked with me being on my face, my hands and my knees, crying out to God, like, you said you would do this. I'm stepping out on faith. Nothing's happening that I can see. And I'm struggling and my family's struggling and I'm not being a good parent. I know, God, this isn't your reward for me. So what am I doing? Do If, if I'm doing something wrong, show me a sign. And when God allowed my wife to get pregnant, I looked at that as the greatest blessing that God was still on my side and that he hadn't left me. But at the same time, I knew, too, that I didn't want to look two, two kids in the face at this time of Christmas or, you know, on a, on a Friday night when they're eating bread and water or they're eating something that, that's not going to be nourishing to their bodies. And so I said, God, I have to go back to work in a responsible way because I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good father and I want to be a, a faithful and obedient servant to you. Right. Right. So you already kind of had that thought in your head of, okay, something's going to happen to let me know that I need to go ahead and go back to work. And this was that moment. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Because I was sitting in my daughter's room one day and I was playing with her and I looked at her and I thought, Golly, what if I'm not able to give her everything that I think she deserves? What if I'm not able to do that? You know, what if um, they they come calling for our house or they come try to get one of our cars? You know, we had never missed a car note. We had never missed a, a mortgage payment. Um, but little things were breaking down that I just felt my daughter and my wife deserved. I felt like my wife deserved to go get a manicure and pedicure whenever she thought about it. You know, right. not when we budgeted for it for for two months. So I was like, I need to go back and find a way to make my family whole again. Gotcha. Yeah, man. I think for, I think for married people who were in the business realm and are trying to start something, uh, you know, it is, it's a little bit harder and it, it, there's a, a greater cost than there is for somebody who's single. Yeah. You know, when you're single, you can sleep in the basement of a friend's, you know, on the floor of a friend's basement. Yeah. And, and do what you're trying to do and eat, you know, pieces of bread for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But when you have a family, uh, it, it's definitely harder. And 
you know, so, so you kind of doing what you did, you know, for, for me, you know, honestly, I'm still in that startup phase yeah. and I know it's going to be a long time before this is self-supporting. So, yeah. um, so, and with it being 10 years now, um, what keeps you guys motivated since you're not doing it full time? I know a lot of people would feel like 10 years and this is still not, I still can't do it full time. What is it that keeps yeah. y'all motivated that is like, okay, this is worth doing even though it's been 10 years and we're still working full time jobs. The motivation is the, the emails, the phone calls, um, and the artists. I mean, and also you do see the progression, you know, you, you look up and you see, Oh man, I've got, I, I remember when I left my job, I had, um, 972 Twitter followers. Right. And I was like, man, I mean, as a, as a radio personality and as a public figure, I'm not really putting myself out there. And then I, and I only had about a hundred tweets that I'd sent out. You know, now if you look at my Twitter page, I've got over 10,000 followers and I've sent out over 4,000 tweets. And that to me is progression. Even though my pastor told me to do something, he said, if you do something to share your business with somebody or you share your ministry with somebody just one time a day, every day consistently, watch God breathe on it. And that's what happened with Trackstars. We went from 18 listeners to 8,000 listeners in, in 30 days because we got, a ma- we got a national deal with the South.com. And so it was just the fact that I was, sent, I was handing out a business card or I was talking about the ministry or I was telling somebody about Trackstars the guy came in and he breathed on the opportunity that we had in front of us and he doubled it and he tripled it. And now we're at the point where we're, you know, one of the largest um, recognized multimedia brands in Christian hip hop. And so you see that progression. You get those phone calls and you get those emails and you see people signing up to join the Track Stars universe. And you saw how they helped us build the studio with the GoFundMe. And you know it's all worth it. Right. I mean, and, and you understand too that. You know, we're not in this to get rich. We're not in this to be millionaires. Although I think that day is coming and I think it will happen. Um, we're here for God to use us to upbuild the kingdom of God, to um, present an opportunity that Christians didn't have beforehand. You know, and we're here to do it with the spirit of excellence. And that's what, you know, Sean and Jeremiah come in at and they just make this thing so real. And one thing I will say, too, is that, you know, it's different for us trying to go full time. Because we're not our own brands, you know what I mean? Like an artist, an artist can do this. They can sell features. They can get out there and do shows. They can tour. Um, I can't do that. You know, literally, I can't relocate because Trackstars is in Atlanta. Right. I would have to talk to Sean and Jeremiah about relocating if I ever wanted to relocate. But artists can pick up and go. They can go on tour. They can do features. So they can make a living off of this a whole lot easier than a managing partner of a founding company can because he's got partners, you know? Right. And even when something comes in, even when I do something like the Independent Artist Spotlight, I don't get 100% of the proceeds. I only get the percentage that is due to me as the seller and the architect of the program. So there's still not a way for me to take home 100% of what I'm doing as opposed to where an artist could. So... The motivation is we understand that this is um, this is uh, an odd place to be. Christian hip hop is not the most lucrative field. So, you know, most of the people that we deal with, they nickel and dime to get themselves out, out there. We do things on a budget. So it's really 
seeing what God is doing and knowing that he's there every step of the way. And it's encouraging and it pleases him that keeps us going. Gotcha. Yeah, with um, Christian hip hop, it's still a growing niche. And I know that's not all that Trackstars does, but I know yeah. there's, you know, that's that's a huge way of Trackstars getting, you know, found and discovered for sure. Right. So, well, man, right. we uh, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down here on the Business with Bordeaux podcast and share. Thank you for having me. And, and share some of the um, the awesome lessons that you learned through the the founding of Trackstars. Uh, go mm-hmm. ahead and share all of your handles where you can be found and all of that good stuff. Yep, so you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Righteous, Instagram at Ryan Righteous, Facebook by my government name, Facebook.com, and then um, my my government name is Ryan Moore. And uh, I'm almost about to reach my friends limit, so you'll have to follow me, but I would love to have you as a friend. If you do decide you want to uh, send me a friend request, go ahead and do so. Um, and then um, always you find me every Saturday on Trackstars, Periscope Live and um Facebook Live, and uh, you can get any of our past episodes, uh, the podcast from uh, trackstars.com or iTunes, and then uh, a bunch of our video content, over 600 videos are on YouTube. So go back with us from 2016 all the way back to 2006. All our content is there on the web. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, again, we thank you for being here. and uh, Thank you for having me. And I'm sure a lot of people enjoy getting to hear Ryan Righteous kind of by himself in a, a relaxed state of mind. So Yeah, in a tamed way, right? Because <laughs> normally I'm screaming, I want you to do this, and I want Christians to do that, or yeah. I'm going on a rant. So and, nobody, a and, and, and you were able to do all of your liners. And I got through my liners without any interruption. <laughs> thank you for that. All righty, man. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, thank you for your time, man. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Alrighty, that was the interview with Mr. Ryan Righteous from Trackstars. Now, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show, and I just completely forgot, but, you know, I like to keep it real. I don't like to do a whole lot of editing. So, anyway, uh, February, uh, as hopefully you know, (laughs) is uh, Black History Month. And all of February this month, we're going to be featuring folks from Trackstars. Uh, We're going to interview some people on the team there. Next week, we got Mr. Sean Grant. He, who was the CEO, and we talk a lot about uh, why you have to have a business structure behind the ministry, and so it was a really, really great conversation, and then the week after that, we're talking to, to Mr. Derek Myers, who um, who is part of the Trackstar studio team, so he does a lot of videography, so we kind of go into a little bit of detail about some of the important aspects of videoing and photography, things like that, that you're going to need as a visual presence for your brand. And then I'm also doing an interview with Mr. Ernest Ricks, who is known as Rick Sincere, who's a Trackstar's music artist. We're going to talk about education and the important things behind education. So anyway, I really, really hope that y'all enjoy these interviews coming up uh, as much as I did. Because every time I do an interview, I learn. Uh, I ask uh, on the interview, I'm coming in as a person who has legit questions. Hopefully the same kind of questions y'all would have as well. So anyway, that's coming up all the month of February. And uh, so, yeah, Mr. Ryan Wright just kicked it off this week. And I want to thank him again for sharing his heart, for sharing his story of, um, you know, of the 
kind of a stressful life it takes to kind of do work full time and to leave a full time job to go and do it. So anyway, I hope that was an encouragement to you and I hope uh, I hope you were able to learn something from it. And uh, anyway, again, I want to thank Mr. Uh, Aaron Simpkins Patreon for the show and True Strength Apparel. Make sure you head over there and get your, your clothing needs today and uh, support Christian businesses that are quality, you know? And I'm a stickler about quality, and Aaron's got good quality stuff. And I also want to thank our newest patron, WordPress Stand, which you can go visit at wordpressstand.com. He does website designs, and he does hosting domains, all that good stuff. So you can also check him out as well. He also had an interview on this podcast, um, Stanley's a Slaughter for WordPress Stand. It's over on... Um, it's a few episodes back. I think it's like three or four episodes back before this one. But uh, but yeah, you can actually go listen to the interview and uh, and hear what he had to say about you know WordPress and web design. So yeah, man. Uh, if you want to become a patron yourself, uh, get some you know advertising stuff on the show and just support the show. Um, there's three different tier levels. It's like super duper low priced because I didn't want to try to ask people for a bunch of money. But mainly, I just want to keep the website going and keep the the podcast hosting available uh, without having to, you know, go too crazy on the cost. So anyway, uh, go check it out. It's like dirt cheap. And I'm also handing out some free video footage of some people that I interview. And uh, so you get a little bit of extra perks with it, too. And so anyway, uh, I thank you for supporting the show. For those of you who listen every week, I really, really thank you. And I really hope this has been a blessing to you that these interviews are helpful in some way, shape or form. And um, if it is helpful to you, if you do enjoy it, then you can head over to iTunes at the, uh, the ratings and reviews and you can leave a, you know, an appropriate star, star rating to what you think about the show and leave an honest review. It would help me out a lot to be able to improve the quality of the show for the listeners. And because I want to do this in excellence, uh, you know, the same as I expect other Christian business owners to do their work in excellence as well. So anyway, I thank y'all again for listening next week. We're going to have Mr. Sean David Grant. And yeah, so uh, I really pray that your business and your uh, everything that you got going on right now is taken off in full throttle for 2017. Even though we're in February, still kind of the start of the year. So go ahead and start grinding, y'all, and do do a great job as unto the Lord. And, and I pray it goes well for you. So anyway, see you next week. Thanks and God bless. <laughs>